everybody, and welcome to the Slam Jam. <laughs> the show is Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the kitchen studio today are, as always, my co-host and producer, Anne Lewis, regular podcast fixture, Tyler Wild, and other regular podcast fixture, E.E. E. Cummings. <laughs> Hi, E.E. E. Cummings. You guys Hello. are just fixtures. You're not people. He's That's mad true. at me for referencing a song. <laughs> well, they stop becoming people when I bolted them to their chairs. Uh, it's true. important that Is you that guys painful? realize. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right through the bone. Yeah, you'll just eh. walk. Well, I can't tell you to walk it off, but the bone's yeah. just going <laughs> to grow around it. the yeah. bolts. It's important to realize that when I talk, there's no uh, exclamation points or punctuation. It's all no capitalization or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you. Totally. And there's weirdly sexual metaphors in, in a lot of what you do. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, my actually, that's true. Also, um, <laughs> less metaphorical when you pull down your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always weird, and I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Well, once you get made of this chair, keep your pants on. <laughs> All right, we've got a hopefully interesting show for you today. Uh, we're going to start off talking about our top five this week, which is in honor of the overdue re-release of Deadly Premonition God. on PlayStation 3, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Not that we really have much to say <laughs> about it. But our top five this week is top five guilty pleasure games. Number five. I'm busting out of here. I'll find whoever sold me out. And I'll kill that is, of course, Raven from Beatdown Fists of Vengeance. Of course. Which appears course. to be the only... <laughs> Everybody played that. Which appears to be the only... Because, I mean, both you and I played that, Michael, and mm-hmm. we both played through Raven's story, and I didn't play yeah. through anybody else's story. <laughs> this game, uh, we, we picked this one because it's a combination of, like, utter garbage. Oh, my God, and, it's and really not good. It is strangely compelling enough to keep us playing <laughs> from beginning to end. For me, it's mostly the fact that I could put Raven in Gina's outfit and yeah. make him play the entire game like yeah, that. So when it begins, it's, it's like a, a brawler slash RPG. Yeah. And it starts you off, <clears throat> you're watching like these five mafiosi, shady criminal types getting uh, betrayed on a drug deal. And it's weird because this whole game, it seems to have been like, well, Grand Theft Auto is popular. Uh, let's make a crime game, but through a bizarrely Japanese lens. Like before this, before there was Yakuza, it's like we're going to make a crime game about America from Japan, knowing very little about American organized crime. So, like when they show up, that you first meet the mobsters, they're all wearing like identical uniforms. The the, su- the yeah, they're, suits. With, they're all like, wearing the, red, the same suit. Yeah, red lapels. Would, mm-hmm. would you say this is a brawler Japanese RPG or a BJR RPG? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. you fucked up the joke. Uh, it's God. a it's a blowjob rocket propel grenade. <laughs> That's what I was implying. Wow, <laughs> always wanted one of those. <laughs> yeah. Also, lots and lots of just really stiff, inappropriate swearing. Maybe they heard you were coming and couldn't bear to look at your ugly face. What the hell you say to me? Knock that shit off. You forget why we even came here. What about the drugs? Well, I sure don't see anything laying around. Must be gone already. God. Who the hell took the shite? God <laughs> oh, damn! That, the music sounds like the Troll Two music when he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, actually, I I take it back. It's not just like this weirdly sheltered Japanese take on American organized crime. It's like if they asked an American twelve-year-old boy to write the script for them, and this is what he came up with. Well, like, I don't think an American twelve-year-old boy would know the word shite. 
Uh, he I might think have he from really watching had this... Train Spotting. Oh, okay, true. His like parents twelve year old boys. An yeah. American twelve year old boy whose parents don't care about him. And then the other guys <laughs> like, lets him watch Train Spotting. <laughs> Shite, where's the drugs? And then the other guys like, fuck, gosh. Yeah. And, well. And, Golly fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I like combining euphemisms with, with swearing. Hey, fucking neato. <laughs> so is this guy supposed Shit. to be Irish Poopy. or Scottish? She's supposed to be Irish. He's okay. supposed to be Irish, but that is um, that is an, a voice actor we all yes. recognize. And have uh, talked about before on this show yeah, many, quite many a few times. times. I see. That's Steve Blum. Yeah. Ah. Who's in every game, I think. Literally, Literally every game. Every game, he's he's the poor man's unappreciated Nolan North. In, yeah. <laughs> in Pong, he was the donk noise. Yeah, he was. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So. Very true. But uh, we have more voice samples from Mr. Blum. Why do you trust me with such an important mission? For all you know, I'm the traitor here. Simple. I've never really liked you. You're a brainless thug. A wild dog thirsty for blood. But you're no traitor. Is that Wolverine? Yeah. Well, yeah, Steve. Okay. He plays Wolverine in every game except except the X-Men Origins. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I was getting smacks of Wolverine there. Good to know. I am ignorant, but correct. Wolverine. um, God, who else is it? Um, Uh, He's in every game. He's uh, He's, uh, Grayson Hunt. Grayson Hunt. He's uh, from Siphon Filter. Sure. Who's uh, Grayson Hunt? He's Nathan Grayson. Grayson from from, from, <laughs> from, from, from Paper Shotgun. Uh, Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm, yeah. Uh, he's Big Dog in Motorstorm Apocalypse. He's okay, Barack Obama, President of the United States. He is, yes, <laughs> yes. He's, and he, he uh, plays multiple characters in this game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they talk to each other. I hate to play dumb, but sometimes I feel like I need uh, to fill our viewers and our listeners okay. in on what game we are talking about. Oh, yeah. This, this, is, this is, is still, ah, yes. still beatdown, yeah, okay, and we are... Uh, oh, yeah. right now? Or just, just in general. So if I ask a dumb question, it's not always <laughs> just for my benefit, I oh, swear. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> All right, we'll try not to stare daggers at you when you do that. Okay, <laughs> What's that? This is what started it all. It's the goods that disappeared from the drug deal you interfered with. What's it doing here? Her. Believe it or not, <laughs> both of those characters are voiced by Steve Blum. Mm. I'm just imagining They don't actually him. sound alike. We're getting into army men territory here. <laughs> <laughs> where one guy voices all the characters. Yeah. Walking around, pacing in his bedroom, just like <laughs> turning to himself and saying the lines, and his nah. wife is so upset, like, yeah. stop it! He some, only plays three characters artist, in this game. Some Foley artist had to come up with the perfect footstep noise for that. It's like, all right, shall we click these blocks together or <laughs> record an actual footstep? Shall I throw this Chuck Taylor at the wall? <laughs> Here, I've got a rain stick. Can we use this? <laughs> He's walking really fast. We'll bang on a saw and like just that sound comes out. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right, I think. But um, okay, well, I want to talk a little bit about more about the game before we yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, let's. It's uh, it's a really weird thing to play because it's sort of built like a really shitty dungeon crawler, and that like the streets you wander around in are not like one open world. They're like a series of rooms, mm-hmm. and they take forever to load from room to room. <laughs> you get into brawls with random thugs. And then if you beat them, you can force them to join you afterward, in which case you can just, like, call them on a cell phone. And hey, dog, come here. Come yeah. help me out. They'll yeah, show up and help you during fights or follow you around, whatever. Get your bollocks over here. Shite. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shite. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I need some fucking help over here. 
Get over her. Oh my god, I just offended Bring so the many people shite. with my accent. You're making fun of a bad accent. You're That's not making true. fun of Irish has, accent. I, I love Irish accents, actually, and mm-hmm. Steve Blore has a terrible <laughs> Irish accent. Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, you also had to, uh, like, you would be recognized by uh, enemy thugs on the street, so you'd have to continually change clothes to stay disguised. Yes. And and so you're you're playing dress up the whole time, but uh, one of the interesting things about the game is that you you weren't restricted to one gender's clothing. Yes, nice. you automatically <laughs> unlocked. I think automatic. It was right from the beginning, yeah, right? You, you, you had every the all of the main of five the, characters' clothing, yeah. and so I played almost the whole game dressed like one of the lady characters, even though I wasn't playing as a lady character. I played Hot, a little right. bit as uh, Jason, who's like the beefy, beefy black dude. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, actually. there's a, there's a picture in an old article on Games Radar uh, um, mm-hmm. where I just grabbed a, a shot of him like wearing a leopard print halter top and wearing a Lola's tiny outfit, yeah. denim mini skirt. No, she's wearing jeans. There's, no, the the picture I snapped was like a tiny mini skirt. Oh, that's weird. So. Maybe not the, the full app, but you could you could buy new clothes. That's yeah. the other thing. You could buy women's <laughs> you clothes. You could buy women's clothes for and the wear men. them. It's pretty great, actually. I like that. You yeah. have these panties in a man man size thirty six. <laughs> but I, I like the idea that like oh that can't, that can't be our guy. He's dressed like a cheap whore. <laughs> Doesn't that only work once? They're like it's still the same guy. He's, just, he's a cross dresser. No 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 no. It probably works multiple times. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's kind of like it's a really bad game. But if you can find it, it's definitely worth picking up. Probably for not much money and and playing. And what system is this for? This is for PS2. PS2. Yeah, it's, okay. it's PS2. Number four. Where'd she go? That bitch took my skull. <laughs> that bitch took his skull. Uh, that bitch took my skull. <laughs> Oh, I love this game. Bitch stole my skull. Oh, I feel like we've recently talked about this for something <laughs> else, which is fine. <laughs> Probably. It's we should play game. this. Oh, man. I would love to play this. We yeah. should just we get a bunch just of... We could stream this and do co-op. It would be really fun. I would mm. love to. Yeah, God. We... Uh, this is 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. Yeah, of course. Unlike the last game, which was a, a fucking travesty of design... This is actually a pretty good. It's a pretty damn fun shooter. game. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it came out and nobody was willing to believe that it was any good. <laughs> but it was. I mean, even now, <laughs> yeah, nobody was willing to believe it's it was still any a hard good sell. because Fifty Cent. It's ridiculous. Like, mostly just the dialogue and the story is friggin' stupid. But everything, like the gameplay, was. It was actually a pretty fun game. And if you like uh, killing helicopters, there is no better game for you than this one. Yeah. I do love hit killing helicopters. Yeah, it it's, was, it was kind of It's one weird. of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, I remember when, when before it was coming out, like, they were having 50 do, like, the, the press promo stuff, and mm-hmm. he was talking about, like, how he got his kid to come down and help design the game, because the kid knows what makes a good game. He has... He is a kid? Yeah, he's possibly more than one, but... Ugh, I did not he, know he that. He had a son who allegedly helped him design the game, and but then it came out a while ago that, like, well, this game was actually under development as a tie-in with a TV show that was then canceled, so... Good. <laughs> yeah, um, and so they were left with this kind of half-finished game. It's like, what do we do? Uh, how about make it a 50-cent game? Why not? But you know what? Despite... The fact that 50 Cent is absolutely ridiculous. This mm-hmm. game, I just had a, 
so much fun with it for being as stupid as it was. Yeah. Right. It's as culturally insensitive as any game uh-huh. has ever been. It is but super well, culturally really insensitive, fun. but I, who gives a I fuck? I do love that. <laughs> what you're getting into when you buy 50 symbols. Yeah. It, it almost seems like he was just randomly dropped into a different like genre like that this game existed before him and then they just pasted in his lines how do we make this about a rapper yeah Uh, well we think it'd go a little something like like this (laughs) (laughs) the head of his favorite wife famed for her beauty he covered it in diamonds when she died and kept it by his bedside damn look at that ice man the skull is priceless you lucky motherfucker Damn! This is just like interstitial dialogue for 50 Cent walking wow. around in a day. They just mic'd him up. And but it's like, let's, really bad. let's tell this interesting story about how the skull came to be. Damn! Damn. Yes. You lucky motherfucker. This is an ancient cultural artifact. It has, I hope you got transport. Look, that thing's worth like two mil. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna smash it and sell the diamonds. Yeah, but he was he was promised ten mil guaranteed. Yes, for do he's that's the pro, uh, the premise of the yeah. game is that he goes to do a show in the Middle East and the he was money, promised ten million dollars and the money was stolen. The money was stolen, so he decides to opt to kill thousands of people. Yeah, Can we just put out there so that this he, game is very insulting? Yeah, so <laughs> he gets the skull and then the skull is stolen from him. There you go. By a woman. So he kills many. That many bitch people. took my skull. <laughs> As he says. As he says in the game. <laughs> Meanwhile, so he kills Lloyd Banks and DJ yeah. Who Kid are just like, 50, we want to get back home to our wives. <laughs> <laughs> now, they're not seeing that 10 million. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really happy to support the G-Unit movement, but come on, 50. <laughs> I got shot three times a day. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a sound file uh, succinctly explaining the plot. I don't have the money. It was stolen. What? By who? The, the hmm. fact that he can get anywhere or do anything without speaking a lick of Farsi or anything at all is <laughs> they all hilarious. Speak, they all speak he's, English. He's in Arabia. Everybody just speaks English with a heavy accent. Yes, yeah. This is true. That's, right. That's how it works. Yep. If you ask any American. <laughs> I wish I wish this like happened with other genres of music. I wish there was like a Garth Brooks game where he like uh, <laughs> I don't know has to fight like uh, the Yakuza. <laughs> and then yeah. when your dark meter is full, you turn into Chris Gaines and get superpowers <laughs> for a little bit. Collect all the chaos emeralds. <laughs> Become Saiyan Chris Gaines. <laughs> I want to see this game made so. <laughs> Somebody make um, that. My chest hurts. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but you know there is a justification for killing half the inhabitants of whatever country well, this is. Well, isn't there always? There is. This city's got the worst gangsters in the world. Not like your Hollywood pretty boy Hollywood gangster. Queens, baby. That's where the real OGs live. Yes, but is New York owned by gangsters? Hell yeah, the gangsters own the streets. The streets. The gangsters own the fucking city. The whole fucking country. I love that guy's accent. Is like he doesn't the know whether fucking country. he's like making it generic Middle Eastern or Indian or yes. <laughs> 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 so the price is it? Or <laughs> also, the like just the the arms race for having the most badass gangsters. <laughs> is, yeah. is I, I just love the. No. Yeah, that whole. Our gangsters Ooh, are better. Our gangsters yeah. are more. No, our gangsters yo. own the moon, yo. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking planet. Yeah, it's just back the fuck up off my gangsters, yo. <laughs> it's, it's the new Cold War, like 
the United States has put gangsters on the moon, <laughs> Russia responds with a gangster mission to Mars. Our gangsters on the moon, we carry yeah. our harpoons. <laughs> <laughs> Good golly Gangsta. gosh. But yeah. I said, uh, was that tweet earlier, the drinking game where we have to drink every time laughter Everything ends in a collective sigh? <laughs> you know what? I've been drinking heavily so far, so mm-hmm. whoop. Everybody drink. And of course, you know, this is a female antagonist in yes. a macho stupid bro game. So of course, the final showdown has to go down like this. Vitti, I'm sorry, honey. Wait. I didn't mean it. We can start over. You want crazy bitch. <laughs> And then he drives you, you away and her leaves 50. her in the middle of the desert while she screams. Mm. Why are you leaving me here? <laughs> he does, he doesn't crazy. just like leave her with a quart of motor oil. And, no, uh, he just leaves her there with nothing. Because 50's a gangster, yo. <laughs> there was, I hate um, that I used yo ironically. I think it's a kill screen article, but there was an article about a guy who went to go interview 50 Cent related to this mm-hmm. after the fact. And he showed up at the G-Unit headquarters or whatever, and uh, 50 Cent wasn't there. So he ended oh. up interviewing, I think, Lloyd Banks or somebody else about it. And he learned later that 50 Cent was in an adjacent room, just sitting there doing nothing the entire time, just kind of staring into space. Well, when you're a millionaire celebrity, you can get away with that kind of rude But apparently true. it's like he's become like a really weird sort of isolationist <clears throat> who just doesn't talk to anybody or do anything. Like, so he's kind of become like the Howard Hughes of the rap game, if wow. you will. <laughs> Strange, That's kind of awesome. Right. I want to see him like with yeah. a beard and fingernails and <laughs> Kleenex boxes. <laughs> the spruce goose on takes uh-huh. his shoes off every time he enters a plane. Yeah, one day into jars, stores jars in, peas in, a in empty crystal bottles. Yeah, <laughs> has to get a new fridge to store all his pee. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge is full. <laughs> DJ Who Kid, you get a new fridge in there. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait to see the biopic. It'd be really good. Wait, he already had him. It wasn't. Fuck, what was his Get Rich or Die Trying? Yeah, didn't he have. Well, the other one where he lost a shit ton of weight and was playing that bastard, the football player. Oh, yeah, he was actually supposed to be good in that. Yeah. What was. Was 50 Cent Bulletproof another game? or was Yes, it? that was that was for PS2. I never played it at it all. It was shit. It was like a, a really bottom-of-the-barrel PS2 Max Payne clone. Um, and that's part of the reason why nobody wanted Blood on the Sand is because the people who had bought that game, who were 50 Cent fans, and it actually sold quite well, they probably felt burned by it because it was awful. And then there was also a PSP game, which was really weird, because it was like this uh, gauntlet style dungeon crawler thing where. <laughs> and I really like gauntlet. What? You'd but shoot that's guys weird. and numbers would fly off them because oh. you were doing hit point damage. So what? it's like, how the fuck is this a 50 cent game? 50 cent that's roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Wow. Like, yeah, like gauntlet with guns. 50 cent turbo strategy. Damn, we gotta save the magical princess. You know, I'm I'm actually surprised that didn't happen on PSP, given how many mediocre turn-based strategy games there were. Definitely. Use this sapphire chunk to upgrade my turrets. <laughs> Damn, these hit points be a bitch. Oh, uh, 50. Oh God. Increase strength. Go to the blacksmith to upgrade your nine millimeter. <laughs> I don't. But what rappers have had a better game than than Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand? Ooh, I mean, Snoop Dogg um, almost. Had yeah, a he game, had. What was he? that called? Fear and Respect. Fear and Respect. His, yeah, had a cover story. Was on that his? Can, that was oh, his God, canceled yeah, game, that. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh well, you got a uh, Wu Tang. 
they had a great fighting game. Yeah. On PS1. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah. It was, what? It was that was yeah. built out of the ashes of Thrill. You ever played the Wu Tang right. Gang? Yeah. Ain't nothing game? to fuck with. What? <laughs> I asked <laughs> if you had ever played the Wu Tang Gang, but it meant game. It's a four player four player fighting game. Had a really decent story mode actually. Yeah. Kind of really what just was it silly. Called? Shaolin Shaolin style. Shaolin style. Yeah. yeah Wu Tang Clan Shaolin. Style. And the story the mode there is I there is never a, even heard of this. There is a Wu Tang W PlayStation One controller. Oh yes. It was. Oh my god. Un- unholdable. Yeah. My friend had terrible. that. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. <laughs> like they, uh, we played oh, that in his basement. They they like hang out in Shaolin, New York, aka Staten Island, <laughs> and uh, they all learn martial advanced martial arts from like this old wizened Asian. It's guy. a Kill Bill prequel. It, yeah, basically. <laughs> and, I am ashamed of myself another, for having never played this. Another some some know. like evil Chinese kung fu master comes and. Uh, tortures their their sifu and like peels the skin off his back because it has a treasure map yes and, uh spoiler uh I, I just remember the ending like when you're about to kill the bad guy and he like reveals he has a bomb and he's like who's your daddy now boy <laughs> <laughs> more embarrassing not and... racist at all nope more, so... more embarrassing than you having not played this that game is how I found out what Wu Tang was. Aww, Seriously, oh, that's yes. so cute. Sad. I played that game and I was like, "Hey, this game's cool. Who are these guys?" <laughs> My friends like, "Dude, dude," and then and then we listened to a well, bunch of Wu Tang. Canada, it was okay. weird. And and yeah, all the Wu Tang members they were like tricked out in ninja garb, and I think Method Man had a big hammer, and Riza had like paired swords. And then I remember. Uh, ODB was just a drunken style fighter and Perfect. it had fatalities yeah. of course and, and his was like he'd just like rip off his opponent's head and then he'd go like you don't mess with the big baby Jesus <laughs> <laughs> so, no you yeah. don't man no. that's the best and uh, now all I want to do is listen to Wu-Tang and since this yeah. is my only chance to bring it up Def Jam Icon oh yeah another game filled to the brim with rappers man I think I had to play that Wait. Uh, for game two oh, or that, 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 that was the, the one fighting that, game that was the PS3 one yes the launch not, it was like the early launch Fight one. for New York yes. which was actually really good I had yeah, to capture okay. video from that game for Games Radar yeah Def Jam Icon was, was it wasn't a good. miserable failure <laughs> yeah it's, it's really but bad but it, 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 I remember seeing it for the first time and it was like it's so promising like this is what next gen games should be man look at all the things in the background are moving yep. around and you can throw people into a car wash I think that was ju- I think that was just before I started at P-Tom so oh, wow. oh, I, I missed that one yeah. that was one of the games I think that first yeah, hit the four ninety nine price point in yep. game stuff yep. I remember finding it at Target for like nine bucks about a year after it was released oh, it dropped in price real uh, alright so yes Def Jam Games um what was the other thing? Oh, Wu-Tang, Shaolin Wu-Tang style, style, and uh, 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand. You should play all of those because they're <laughs> all amazing and, and terrible in their cheap. own respects. Guilty pleasures. Number three. To those that wander the battlefield, is hell our world or the one beyond? No one knows for sure. <laughs> but did Strangely, this isn't Hell World, if you're questioning. Uh, This is from Way of the Samurai 3, and we're picking that one out because it's the only one uh, that I'm aware of that has English dubbing. Well, Way of the Samurai 4 had English dubbing. Did it? Fuck, did I play it in English or in Japanese? When I played it, it was in Japanese only, but then there was like... It might have been in Japanese only, You had... Japanese people trying to voice the foreigners in the game. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's right. It has that weird. W- yeah, yeah. It's like Japanese girls such wonderful time. Because I, ha- I had to review <laughs> Way of the Samurai 4 for P-Tom and, uh, 
And yeah, it had some really yeah. weird moments where the the Japanese voice actors would be American. Yeah. And they'd speak English and it would subtitle it in English as well. So it was really weird. A little bit of introduction. Uh, yes. Because the, the games, Way of the Samurai is basically a series of choose your own adventure games. Yes. Mm-hmm. The actual games are very kind of down market. They never look very good. But uh, they're, it, it's, it's sort of like I was trying to explain it to you and I was saying the appeal of these games isn't that they're long because they're always really short, but they're broad. And that yeah. you can actually change the direction and outcome of the story through your actions. And very few games actually let you do that. But yeah. by, by, because of the way you, that you interact with people, mm-hmm. you show up in certain areas at certain times, you can actually experience a completely different story than you would if you played a different way. Like mm-hmm. when I was playing Way of the Samurai 4 for P-Tom, mm-hmm. you were actually watching me for part of it. And, yeah. and I got the same the same ending like twice despite playing slightly different stories. But when I played something crazy different, you get a, you get a way different answer every time. But... Or a way different ending every time. And yeah. uh, the first couple times I played, I always got boiled alive. And that kind of sucked. <laughs> well, it's, that was it's, a shitty ending. It's <laughs> not just you'll get a way different ending. It's that you will you will meet different people. You will uh, do different things. You'll be presented with choices. And yeah. you can kind of go one way or the other. And I thought Way of the Samurai 4 actually was a big step back in terms of that stuff. But like 1, 2, and 3 were just like... You know these these little clockwork worlds that you could get in there and fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, so like and, and you, these these things would the, your decisions, like I said, would dramatically alter the plot. And we've actually got some sound files to demonstrate this. So um, early in Way of the Samurai Three, a little bit of scene setting. Uh, you're the only survivor of a massive battle uh, on the losing side, and you're staggering through the battlefield in the rain, and you meet a couple farmers. Oh, damn. Someone's alive. Did they actually survive? Who is it? Hey, who are you? Are you okay? So when you're presented with this, a little bell rings, and you get to choose. I think in this particular uh, instance, it's, I've been better. Uh, I can see the rivers of hell before me, and uh, leave me alone. And the first two answers will make this happen. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, are you all right? Did he just die? What should we do? What do you mean, what should we do? We don't have a choice. We got to get him to the village. So in that scenario, you're dragged back to the village, you're nursed back to health, and taken in by a local uh, magistrate who's like a, uh, he's like the village leader, but he's actually a retired samurai in hiding. And the, the plot kind of jumps off from that point. But if you tell them to leave you alone, or if you draw your sword on them, which you can do at any time in almost every conversation, it plays out more like this. What did you say? We don't have to help you. We're just trying to do what's right. Forget him. He thinks we're some pillagers that steal from fallen samurai. Hmm. Die then. See if I care. And then they'll leave you alone on the battlefield, at which point you don't collapse, and you can wander around. And you can talk to a guy who you would have completely missed if you had taken the first two options. Shuzen Fujimari. He's the root of all evil. Bastard. He's talking about his boss, by the way. <laughs> and so like, it's, it's kind of an insight into this one character who you'll meet later in the game. Uh, and, and you can kind of see that and, and use it a little bit as leverage against him if you want to manipulate events in a certain way. But yeah, it's, uh, 
it's just kind of weirdly fun. Like, I, I just love always delving in there and, you know, playing around with the plot and then dying and then saying, okay, how, how could this have gone differently? And what if I join the criminals? What if I join the samurai over here? Or what if I kind of play both ends against the middle, like in Yojimbo? And with the uh, modern advent of save stating, this game becomes <laughs> even more fun to play. Does it? Well, I don't have to reload things and play things I've seen a zillion times. Before. Oh, well, but that that's kind of the... The thing with the game, like, it lets you save, but then whenever you die, it, it gives you the options, like, well, do you want to start over now, or do you want to reload your last save? And It's like the equivalent of putting your fingers in the choices of every page on Choose Your Kind of, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. One of the things I loved about 4 was that it had some pretty crazy mini-games. Yeah, it went, <laughs> like, okay, 1 through 3 were still, like, relatively realistic. Relatively realistic. But, like, dramatized takes on samurai life. Four was batshit insane. Bat shit. It had a, a mini game that was called Night Crawling, mm -hmm. where you essentially sneak into a woman's house, knock out all of her family members, and then wrestle her until she has sex with you. <laughs> like, uh... and it, is, it is literally wrestling, like pro it's wrestling. exactly what it sounds like. You beat each other until she submits and has sex and she's, with you. And she's giggling the whole time. Yeah. But I recently learned. <laughs> wow! I recently learned that the ambassador from that England. This is a normal yeah. thing well, that there, happens. Who there's looks, another who looks like she's about twelve in the game, right? And is, is you like, can have sex with her. Oh my god! Yeah, you can night crawl with oh, the twelve-year-old ambassador from England. Yeah, that's the other thing. The twelve-year-old ambassador from England is like the typical like Japanese for whatever Super reason. Lolita. Yeah, have that fixation on like the nineteenth-century Lolita. Like this is what all French girls look like with you know fucking Goldilocks braids or whatever. She looks like bad girl but with a slightly longer skirt. Bad girl from No More Heroes, yes. of course. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but the the flip side of that is that if you get caught night crawling, oh god. You are taken to jail and you get the option of well, you can take your punishment now. And your punishment is there are these three I don't think you get an option. You just yeah. you're forced into this okay. weird mini game where the three I, I thought you could stay in jail or something instead. I I don't remember ever, give, ever but, being given a choice. But, yeah, okay, there, there are these three <laughs> Japanese girls who basically run the city you're in. And they're sisters, and they dress uh, in BDSM gear. During and, these sequences only. Yes. They're in kimonos the rest of the time. Yeah, and they torture you. Uh -huh. And if you manage to... In front to, of a ring of kneeling men in loincloths. Yes, and if you manage to survive <laughs> or do well enough during this torture, you get released. Yeah. And, and the torture is... Do you want to say what it is? Yeah, uh, but this isn't just any time you get caught night crawling. This is any time you're arrested. I got, I got caught breaking a barrel in front of a police officer, and they brought me into this weird torture mini game. Mm -hmm. But then the mini games are they will drop bricks on your crotch unless oh, you avoid that's them. One I didn't see. Uh, they will lower you into a pit of fire unless you you have to raise yourself up and yeah. then brace yourself for a kick or a hit from well, from one of the wimp from one of the sisters. There's it's just one, very strange. At least in the version that I played, like what are, what are those like weird BDSM like pommel horse things yeah, that they yeah. lower you onto that like come up in a in a like a that's, point. That's one of them. But there's like a pit of fire that, yeah. that burns you if you get too low. That's the one I was uh -huh. just talking yeah, about where they yeah. lower you into but a pit like, of fire. They, they lower you onto a pit of fire in, in the middle of which is a kinky S&M prop. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're 
very, very weird. You can actually night crawl with the sisters too. I think. Uh, sounds hot. I didn't yeah. try that because they were they fucking creep yeah, me that, out. Yeah, that game is bizarre. <laughs> it's downloadable on PSN only. I think. You know what? I would highly recommend it though, just because it's it's cheap. And it's so fucking weird. Yeah, if you want to see a really messed up idea of foreigners and turn of the century Japan, like you can gamble. Just like it's, and, it's and like the opposite of Assassin's characters. Creed, with like there is absolutely no concept of history or anything. It's just like, oh yeah, we got a bunch of Westerners over here. We'll just voice them all weird. So yeah, it was published in the U.S. by Exceed. Um, strange enough, published in Europe by NIS America. <laughs> Explain that to me. <laughs> Wait, okay, that's yeah, weird, but no, all right, it doesn't cool. make any sense. But, it's um, like magnets, man. It's like you a double import. Yeah, case. yeah. So, you know, but Way of the Samurai 4, published only on PS3, downloadable. Uh, Way of the Samurai 3 on PS3 and 360. And then the first two games were just PlayStation 2. And we were talking a little bit ago, Mike, about uh, one of the characters who shows up in the very first game. Yes. Which is one of the first characters you meet in this picturesque, uh, semi-realistic samurai setting is a black guy with a huge afro who is also a samurai. Oh, yeah, he pops up in 4, too. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's, uh, briefly. He's yeah. just like a character that just appears. A little callback for the long-time yeah, way of the yeah. samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, his name is Donadona, or yes. Donald Donatellus. And he has like a whole complicated backstory about how he came to Japan. He's like a shipwrecked sailor, mm-hmm. and then he met a samurai who trained him to be a samurai. And now he's like 100% Japanese, but has a gigantic afro. But you have to go through right a in. you have to go through a specific storyline in order to meet him in four. Oh wow! And I'm yeah, sure he's, the... he's just right there at the beginning in one. Oh yeah. And you like yeah. help him save this girl he has a crush on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the people of Edo, Japan, at that time would have loved to have seen a black man walking in their country. Oh so yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they would have reacted really well to him. I'm sure. <laughs> no, they probably would have just been very curious. There was definitely no racism. <laughs> no, no, no. How can you be racist when you've never heard a, a person even exists? Well, they're still doing it now in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Too topical. Number two. So, in other words, you have no idea what Anna was up to that night. That's wrong. She wasn't the kind of girl that would walk around at night. She was always dancing, dancing under the sun. Yes, under the pouring sunshine, like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she keeps going for minutes while he talks to himself. Yeah, deadly premonition where uh, everyone is batshit insane. Everyone yes. in that game is fucking nuts. That that's what made that game so great though. Right. And you're not the kind of girl who walks around at night, are you? No. Well, no. I'm not Anna either. My Don't name's you, Anne. Those kind of girls are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Walking around at night, yeah, feeling like they're safe in their own communities. How <laughs> dare they? <laughs> Disgusting. Oh my god, this game was so terrible. Oh, and so good. And it's and coming so out this good. week again on PS3 and, and I NA's am absolutely going to play it again. Supposedly enhanced edition. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like I can't really <laughs> explain the appeal because it looks like shit. It looks like a PS2 game. Yes. I can yeah. explain the appeal. It, it plays like shit. Hold on, let me go through my list. Um <laughs> And it's the the writing is well. This is the appeal. The writing That's the is appeal. <laughs> insane and just bizarre <laughs> and bizarre in ways that like American indie films are bizarre. Like American indie films, if they were written by Ed Wood, <laughs> right? <laughs> just uh, so I went to an event thing a month or two ago uh-huh. for this re-release, and I talked to the guy Swery sixty five. I think mm-hmm. is the guy that designed this game. 
that guy is very astute about American culture. He's really? not. Well, it shows. He's spent a lot of not a lot of time, but he spent a fair amount of time here. And he's like, the reason there's so much like horrible driving in the game through, mm-hmm. from point A to point B. I guess <laughs> it's so spends, that you can have all these monologues. So you can have all these monologues. Okay, like so about Remo Williams, the adventure begins. I asked him specifically <laughs> about these things because when you drive around in this game, your character talks to himself because he kind of has a split personality. Yeah. Well. It's explained later in the game. It's but explained yes. later in the game, but yeah, he's always talking to himself, Zach. What do you think, Zach? And there'll be no one there but him. And he does this in front of other characters too, and they don't seem to notice or care. Anyway, well, he holds up a finger to his ear like he has an earpiece or something. So yeah, probably okay. just assuming he uh, has a cell phone. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, when you drive around, he'll just spout out random movie facts, like about Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and like Remo Williams and just all these super obscure movies and stuff. And I actually mm-hmm. asked him about that. I was like. Did you guys change this, if like America or whatever? And he's like, no, I wrote those mostly myself. Those are part of the dialogue. And he's like, that's one of the main reasons this game did so poorly in Japan. Cause <laughs> because nobody understood. Nobody has any, like, nobody in the, America understands no. those references either. Right. Really? Because that's one of the things that made me love this so much. Oh, no, yeah. Was, I'm like, holy what? I mean, it, the, that's insane. The most important thing I think to get out of the way is this game is so. This is basically Twin Peaks. The game is yeah. what this is. If and you've ever are, seen, there Twin are actually Peaks, a lot of references no, to Twin Peaks. Constant references. Yeah. Well, it's very actually references you know, to Twin Peaks. How there there are people now who are saying like, oh, why can't I play uh, non-violently in Bioshock Infinite? Uh. It's like that. That would actually improve this game. It's like you know, it would improve Deadly Premonition hundred percent. Take out all the action sequences <laughs> because they are awful. <laughs> they are super they, duper bad. Yeah, they are true. something yeah. you suffer through in order to unlock more plot and more <laughs> opportunities to drive around in the open world and peep into the police op- female police officer's windows and watch her exercising in front of her TV. <laughs> yes. Which only happens at certain times of night. Not that Michael would know. <laughs> I found that out by accident. I don't remember how. Sure, I just you kept did. checking out this window. Oh, it's just like walking around in the houses and I like looked in the window and was like, what the fuck? That's happening right now? Yeah, it's just you can wander around the city and then like you... you Crouch in the bushes and take my (laughs) pants off. (laughs) There's just so many things in the game that they're just not not even gameplay really. Like it has... It's just so scatterbrained with everything it does. Like the story makes sense, but the gameplay is just this like bula base of garbage where it's just like (laughs) the actual like sequences you're forced to go through are bad enough you're just basically shooting like host looking ghosts or uh, the grudge looking ghosts and they're like all walking backwards and saying help me help me yeah there's that one part of the game where you have to move past the weird zombie ghost and you have to hold your breath with the little kid yeah I'm, oh, yeah, yeah that's right that's there's that one well, scene there's the trench coat gal come at you too and you have to hide in like the uh, lockers and yeah, stuff yeah and you have yeah. to Hold your breath the Scissor whole time. Sequences. Yeah, Scissor Man esque sequences. But then it's just like the game has all this other like these mini games that are unplayably terrible tacked <laughs> onto it that you'll never do. Yeah. And then to get from point A to point B will seriously take you fifteen to twenty minutes because the mm-hmm. scale of the city is like an American city where it's like if you need to get from the suburbs to downtown, that's a twenty minute drive. So you're gonna <laughs> suffer a twenty minute drive while this guy talks to himself. And there's but no fast travel. So to you be just fair, have to do it. when he talks to himself, it's always really funny or weird. I see this. I got this when I arrested the Catwoman wannabe. Women, they're crazy. Don't you agree, Zach? Again, <laughs> all explaining the scar to Irony. himself and talking to Zach, which is it's is it okay if we spoil the game even though it's about to be um, re-released? I wouldn't. Yeah. I okay. Mean, well, the story's really yeah, your own emotion. I, I really to play this. right I, off the bat, Zach is a voice in in York's head apparently. So it seems. Yeah. 
Or at least a voice anyway. he talks to. Yeah, it's someone he talks to that no one else can hear or see. So you play Agent Francis York Morgan, and mm-hmm. the guy you talk yes. to is named Zach. And yeah, and you, you go to visit this little lumber town, presumably somewhere in the northwest, Yeah. Uh, to investigate a series of murders by a guy in a trench coat who carries an axe. And, and it's, it's not explained at all what's going on until the very end of the game. But no. you've already made one deduction. Women, they're crazy. Women. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but bitches and hoes, right, Tyler? That's right. <laughs> well, York also has a fair amount of experience dealing with serial killers. The case I was on until last month, well, the guy killed seven girls in a three-month period. He sawed their heads off from the neck and took them back to his house. He cleaned the skulls up and used them as utensils in his daily life to eat from or as a urine cup. <laughs> But I should explain, right before that scene, he's in a diner and he's talking to the local sheriff and they're talking about, oh, you know, our our crimes are often like vandalism or petty theft, like little things like this. What kind of crimes do you deal with? Oh, you know, sort of the same type of thing. And then he launches into this story that lasts for probably five minutes where he's just describing the horrific things this serial killer does while they stare on with just terrified faces. The idea of urine cup, like, so... Do you, like, live in a house from hoarders? Oh, he revisits that. Is is the toilet and the sink both, like, just obscenely backed up with, like, dead cats? He revisits that, and they're just like, can... Can we talk about something else, I also, please? <laughs> I like how he says he saws their heads off at the neck. From the yeah. neck As down. if there was another way. Yeah. Jaw? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jaw on the nose? <laughs> That's the other thing I really like about the game, too, is that it really creates like the feeling of a city. Because you meet every interstitial, useless person in the town. Yes. Where it's like, and they all the... have lots to say. Oh, boy, do they ever. It's like, this is the gas station guy. This guy works at yeah. the restaurant. This lady works at the you know liquor store. And... This guy works at the police station and knows all about squirrels. You don't know your squirrels, do you? This isn't the right key holder. This is a Siberian flying squirrel. It's closer to a land-based squirrel. The Siberian flying squirrel is larger than the southern flying squirrel and has a standing tail while the southern has a hanging tail. But we're looking for a southern flying squirrel right now. You sure do know a lot about squirrels. This goes on like five times, Somebody, no matter what squirrel, to, you, what what key you bring him. He had to record all those lines. And this this character too, doesn't he have this sort of uh, stereotypically Japanese mincing gay guy run? Oh, where it's kind like, of yeah. He kind of waggles the, his arms. Familiar. Yeah. This yeah. is the uh, the like junior sheriff, and yes. this mission you're supposed to bring him a specific key. And every time you bring him a key, he just comes up with this new story about what the key... Oh, no. That's a chipmunk, you fucking retard. <laughs> you, you could argue this game is padding for time, but the average playthrough is like 40 hours. It so, really yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was telling really you before is. the show, right. I got about eight hours into that game and thought like, okay, I have to be close to the ending. And somebody, like I read online, somebody saying like, no. this is so great. It's like 40 hours of content. I'm like, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> I am done with this. Yeah. But no, this this particular character, and, and every time you bring him this new set of keys... He'll say something different about, hey, no, that's the wrong one. This this squirrel was actually raised as a pet by a lot of Japanese people. And you're mashing people. X so hard. And you're like, no, <laughs> fucking quit talking. And then eventually you, hey, Zach, do you know what the fuck he's talking about? And of course, you can't hear Zach's answer. But uh, the game this goes s- on and on and on until you find the right key. <laughs> 
The game does this other thing too, where there's this like guitar song that's like wee 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 wee. Oh yes, and the, it's just, the, that's not the, the whistle. There's the whistle one, but then there's like the guitar. Doom, doom, oh my god, doom, that doom. whistle! But it's like it's the exact same thing. I'm gonna play that thing. during the break. I think okay, nice. <laughs> it's the exact same thing as Twin Peaks, where it's like it only has that one theme song, yeah. and they play it all the time with no regard for what's happening. <laughs> so it's like the first couple times that song happens, I was like Jesus Christ. But then I watched Twin Peaks, and I was like. They're doing the exact same thing. They yeah, have this it's an homage. Of it the is. Stuff that yeah. And um, what was the guy's recorder's name in Twin Peaks? He talked all the time. Yeah, he into talked a, into a recorder. Into a recorder. And that's it's, why he does the same thing with Wasn't it saying like Diane or something like that? I forget what it was. Anyway, it's the yeah. Exact same thing. It was yeah. the exact same thing as him talking to Zach, but he was talking to into a recorder that he named. Oh, man. But get as far Twin as you can Peaks. in the game and then, you know, yeah. watch the rest of it on YouTube once you get exhausted <laughs> of trying to play it. Yeah, because it, it, uh, it goes for a while. And enjoy all the, the wonderfully weird, deep philosophical discu- or pop cultural discussions. But please buy it because it yes. would be nice to... Buy it on PS3. It's probably much better. But I want to see if you guys know what he's talking about in this scene. Yeah, I know. He does terrible things to Tom. Nasty, even sadistic things. But that's fine, as long as that's what Tom wants. Think about it. His actions. He's always asking for it. It's his partner's job to fulfill that need, and Jerry knows that. Yeah? Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Ah, Tom and Jerry. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a very sadistic sexual relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. but he he for... mentioned that specifically, too, when we were talking about it, because nobody in Japan knows what Tom and Jerry is. Oh, really? that's yeah, so sad. It's not popular in oh Japan. Oh, my God. <laughs> But for that particular scene, he's not actually talking to himself. He's on a phone. Yeah, okay. He's on the phone, and uh, and he gets asked for proof as to why Tom and Jerry are in a, are and, in a sadomasochistic relationship. And that's almost Twin Peaks dialogue. <laughs> I could see, you know, the main character from that having that conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. <laughs> oh, man, I got to rewatch Twin Peaks. Such a good show. <sighs> Second season is difficult, but the first season is amazing. So good. I have yeah, it all on never DVD. Never seen it. Really? Yeah, I really need to. Wow. I have that's it right on DVD. You can borrow it. It's on Netflix now. I don't need to borrow. Oh yeah, it. that's true. It is. In the end, it could never be anything else. <laughs> I'm shaking it, my head, Michael, because I know you as a person. It could only be one it's thing. It's my fucking show. You know what? Any TDAR listeners yeah. are—they know exactly what's going uh-huh. on. Right they probably now. the video game. They probably <laughs> predicted it right off the bat, and if right you did, away. you win a point. <laughs> Yay, points! Whoa, though. those they don't can come, be redeemed for nothing. Those don't come often, though. You don't get—you don't get reparations. No, no, they're more valuable than the Marvel No Prize. They are. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jaws Unleashed. Not yes. to be confused with Ultimate Predator, the much shittier and less enjoyable games that came out, I think, in 2010, The two games that had nothing to do yeah. with each other. Yeah, they were they were awful. Like, one was a Saturday morning cartoon version of Jaws, and the other was just, like, Jaws Unleashed with all the personality and fun stripped out. So, Jaws Unleashed, objectively awful game by Appaloosa, the makers of Echo the Dolphin. And it was originally going to be called, I think, Soul Predator, and then it somehow got the Jaws license. And soul as in single or soul as in spirit? As in single. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Soul predator. He, he eats uh, fish souls. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, you play as the shark, obviously, because otherwise Ops. it would suck. <laughs> otherwise um, you're playing as Richard Dreyfuss. You, you sw- yeah. <laughs> 
you swim around, you munch on swimmers, you munch on other sharks, you munch Shamu. on giant squids. Yeah, Shamu, you tear him in half. Nice. After after ripping off chunks of his body and making ah, him swim poor around. Sham- wow. Poor Shamu. Yeah. But um, the last boss is the SeaWorld logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the cutscenes in that game, surprisingly, none of them involved Jaws. They were all set on the shore from the human's perspective. Welcome to Amity Island. This year promises to be better than ever. Well, welcome. That's a lie. <laughs> Max Hedrum, everybody. Give him a big hand. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you're, you're munching on swimmers. You're killing hundreds of thousands of people. And the whole time, the mayor is just like, ah, he's not a threat. Come on. We're moving Brody. corn dogs. And it's like, what what is it? Like the version of uh, Michael Brody, I think, the, the son of Sheriff Brody from as seen in Jaws, The Revenge. So he's, he's an oceanographer and he's come to study the shark and he wants to capture you by nonviolent means, which uh, kind of bites him in the ass. For the first time ever, Amity has its own great white shark on display for the tourists. This is going to draw crowds in record numbers. Mayor, our research tank can hold the shark, but we are not prepared to display him in the showroom tank. Nonsense. The word has already spread. Give the people what they want, Brody. So cue level where Jaws uh, escapes from SeaWorld by <laughs> grabbing uh, scientists off a walkway, swiping their key cards across a reader, as a shark will and do. eating the fuck out of Shamu. Yeah. After bashing his way through the uh, plexiglass underwater tubes from Jaws 3, uh, swimming through flooded sea world and ultimately, yes, eating Shamu and terrorizing uh, the spectators around the tank (laughs) who just sort of run around the periphery and keep falling in for whatever reason. When there's tons of ground that isn't at the water's edge that they could be running on. When you said bit him in the ass, I was really hoping that was going to be literal. (laughs) Well, sadly, no. You don't ever actually get to bite Brody in the ass. You get to bite everyone else's ass. Well, they got to keep a can. Yeah. You get to fuck up a banana boat at one point. You know? <laughs> That's a little, all I want. little homage. You get to jump up at some some water skiers, and it's it's kind of weird. But my experience with this game, I it came out and I reviewed it, and I kind of hated it. It has all these technical problems. Like, for example, if you swim too close to the surface, uh, the surface gets between you and the shark and becomes opaque. So, I mean, it's meant so that you can attack things above the surface, but if you're trying to, say, fight Shamu below the surface and you get too close to the top, then it's like, I can't see shit. What's going on? And, yeah, just really dumb game. I think I gave it, like, a 6 out of 10. And then I went back and replayed it for a a big article on uh, Games Radar about, like, the dumbest moments in Jaws Unleashed. And it was just like, this is amazing. Like, all these old frustrations are still there, but I don't care anymore because this game is so stupid and fun. The developers hired some ex-KGB agents to reprogram Michael to love the They did, they did. It was great. Look how successful. It's true, they did. But no, I just never really appreciated the uh, subtle hilarity of going to a game show where people are bungee jumping and then like just jumping up and eating them one by one as none of them get reeled back in. (laughs) 
<laughs> or uh, somehow finding my way to the beachfront home of a chemical company executive and exacting environmental revenge by spinning exploding barrels at their home until they run down to the beach, at which point I spit more barrels at them and light them on fire. That well, naturally. Is awesome. It is so awesome. Man. I'll oh, never forget that final level where Jaws gets invited to the prom by the quarterback. <laughs> and then, alas, they pour blood on him on the main stage. Oh. And then he uses his telekinetic powers They're to kill the entire high school. That. Man, you'll never forget his name. Ugh. <laughs> I also love the like film idea that there is never a reason to close a beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever, ever. It's making too much money. Yeah. We're into the six thousand dollars in corn dog sales today. Yeah, that's like the first the first mission in the game. Mm-hmm. You're ruining the beach, and they never close it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I well, guess we should paddle no. slowly the, out of the water. The final while mission. Shark well, eats us. What should have been the final mission is so amazing because you're basically going and terrorizing swimmers. They, they mobilize the Coast Guard to destroy you. You destroy the Coast Guard's ships. Uh, these gigantic, you know, metal ships that you're just throwing <laughs> yourself against. And Coast you sink them nah, all. Nah, fuck these ships. Uh, <laughs> bringing down helicopters in flight, which is always amazing. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you, you eat the mayor off his own boat. Why <laughs> he doesn't just you. stay on land, I have no idea. Uh, you so floss yeah. your teeth with a sash that says mayor. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And then, a thing. and then people run down the beach terrorized or terrified while Fourth of July fireworks go off in the background. <laughs> and it's such a beautiful moment. That is amazing. And then Sam. they continue the game to the final mission where you get some like crazy ass Quint style bounty hunter aboard the Orca 2, which canonically I think there was already an Orca 2, but now the Orca 2 is a like child's idea of a fort that they would draw as a ship <laughs> where it just has like cannons jutting out at every angle. And so you fight this, you blow it up, and then uh, Brody, in all his magnanimity, decides that he's had enough and it's time to set you up the bomb. I don't think anybody's left alive down there. We're going to have to drop the bomb now before it gets out of range. Position us directly above the Orca 2, or what's left of it. Cue dramatic scene where everything blows up and Mm -hmm. you see the fin rising above the water to follow the helicopter. Yep. Off into the sunset. Off into the sunset. He tried to set him up the bum, but he took off every zig. He did take <laughs> off every zig for great justice. I'm still on the beach thing, just imagining like people lying out on a beach and just mayor, should we should we close the beach? Pan out. No. Normandy. No, 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 no. 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Ships are slowly coming in. Mayor's like, nine! He's wearing a comical German helmet. People are sunbathing. The trench spike. <laughs> then the mortars start coming uh, off. Uh, Limbs everywhere. Limbs terrible. everywhere. Don't close the beach! Anyway, sorry. Uh, this is just happening in my head right now. It's a nice movie that well, you've got Thank you for sharing. Thank uh, you. You're it's welcome. very important. I just, beaches can never be closed. They're cash cows. All I can imagine now is Jaws at like a army helmet leaned up against a tank taking pot shots at a tank with his handgun. Jaws was there, man. Jaws was there. I, I just love... Jaws liberated France. Do you don't remember that? <laughs> All right, so uh, top five guilty pleasure games. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to add before we go to break? I just love Jaws fucking eating everything. Oh my God. It's the best. Um, Earth yeah. Defense Force. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. That game was so good. But everybody loves it. But so. Earth Defense yeah. Force is actually pretty good. It so. is a pretty good game. As opposed to most of these, which 
Apart from maybe 50 Cent Bulletproof, all these games we mentioned are basically shit. Tank, yeah, tank, tank? Right. Yeah. Tank, tank, tank's fine. Tank, tank, tank is amazing. I can't believe there were no dating sims on here. What, I'm the only one? What? What? Bunch. What's a dating Bunch. sim? You play a lot of dating sims? Loser. No. I only date real no. ladies. I don't oh, date well. Sims. Three no, girls Wait, are so boring. Wait, hold up. You're married. You're the only person on this podcast who's married. That's true. Well, I I must have been dating at some point That's in order true. to be married. Hi, uh, Diana. <laughs> I'm married I to only, the sea. Thank you very much. <laughs> I only play. Ooh, ooh, can I say that instead? I'll steal your punchline. <laughs> I only play marriage Sims. I like commitment <laughs> to, to my Ooh. fake to my fake women. Gross. Yep. It's just you you have to tolerate their bathroom habits. <laughs> adorable anime girl who slowly grows fat and old. It's, it, instead of a dating sim where it's about trying to get a girl, it's about trying not to be disgusted by yeah. your wife. And trying trying not to disgust your wife at the same time, which is in, increasingly really impossible. It's, it's QTEs that just get harder and harder. <laughs> Don't fart, don't fart. <laughs> X, 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 Y, up, down, left, yeah. right. Oh, I failed. I shit all over the couch. <laughs> Just watch her with a grim, oh. determined expression, slowly cleaning oh up your God. mess. Like, no, no, honey, I'll take care of it. No, no. Press no, A if you okay. don't even care anymore. <laughs> oh, oh life. Right. So that's our, that's our first segment. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll talk about some new releases and answer some of your questions. Woo. Isn't that worth looking forward to? Stay tuned. Sort of. Hey, everybody. This is just a, a quick warning. The next segment gets really drunk <laughs> we get a little bit stupid i was editing and i'm like i think maybe i should put in a warning just so people know what they're getting themselves into we argue about stuff we we do not make any uh, sense good, at all good points our arguments just kind of go nowhere for long periods of time we call things by the wrong name it's a lot of fun you'll see yeah well, we can't articulate <laughs> So you've been warned. You've been um, warned. We promise next week we'll come back with a uh, with more sober heads on our shoulders, probably. Yes, not completely sober, but probably more sober. Than more this sober one. than this. <laughs> so good luck with this. Good luck. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the show so far. As you might know, this is Michael Raparas, host of Vigigame Apocalypse. And if you want to support us, there are a few things you can do. First off, go and subscribe to us on iTunes and make sure to rate us while you're there. And give us all the stars. And if yeah. you want to actually review us and say some nice words, we love those. We read those. Yeah, that's always a big help. Very much appreciated. Um, you can also go to lasertimepodcast.com and use the Amazon search box to search for things you might want to buy on Amazon. <laughs> and that will kick us uh, a portion of what you spend. Uh, it will not cost you any extra money, yeah, but doesn't... we will get a cut. Doesn't matter what you buy, just use our search box or click on any of the Amazon links and whatever you buy in that session will just send us a little bit of money. And of course, there are ways to help that don't involve spending any money whatsoever. You can just uh, visit our site at vigigameapocalypse.com, comment on the stories there, go into the forums at lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and... Uh, <laughs> talk about the show there and, and we, guys we really do read all those yeah. as you can see by later in this podcast we might even wade in and, and make entire new segments out of your posts yay it could happen it'll be like a dream come true 
I think that's thinking a little too highly of ourselves. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but if you really want to help us, there's the donate button on yes. lasertimepodcast.com. If you want to kick a few bucks our way, that's always uh, hugely appreciated. Hugely appreciated. Just say when you donate that it's for VGA or for Video Game Apocalypse, mm-hmm. and we really, really do thank yes, you for thank, that. Immense thank yous to those of you who have already donated. Yes. And tell a friend about us. Just let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like, what you think should change, and uh, we'll take those under advisement. Definitely. So back to the show. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk about some new releases. Uh, obviously, the Deadly Premonition Special Edition, whatever, came out. Our Deadly Premonition Director's Cut came out for PS3 this week. Uh, you've seen that. I have. Can it you talk look, about what's what's new in Five Seconds of Us? It looks slightly better. There's 3D support. The controls are remappable, and there's extra prologue to explain characters' background, but nothing major changes in the actual story. So it it still kind of sucks. Then uh, is what you're saying. it is still simultaneously shitty and awesome. All right, cool. Um, also out this week, uh, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. Yeah, let's get the fuck pumped about that. Lasers. Oh god, it looks so good. Lasers. Ubisoft gets DLC. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. They just really, especially this year, they no. just do. That's a great idea for a DLC, and I look forward to actually playing it because I love Far Cry 3. I look Far forward Cry to 3 doing was so goddamn good. Doing nothing but playing it for at least four hours after Yeah. Fez is coming to PC. Which I already played Fez, so. Phil yeah. Fish. But yeah. PC Phil Fish is... did say that it was a console experience and now it's on PC. But hey, there's a market there. So I've been playing more more stuff on <laughs> which hey, I realized hey. last time we never actually we hey. said we were gonna give our Steam our Steam names, but we'd never Oh did. yeah. Guys. Whoops. Guys. Ridiculous Phil Fishing. Ah. <laughs> 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 Ridiculous fishing is great. It's a good thing that distracted us from having to give out our Steam names. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also out this week is Soul Sacrifice. Oh yeah, the the Vita game where you rip out your own spine yeah, and, and by Shinji think in order to There's, uh, craft spells and stuff. Well, wait, I thought strange. playing a Vita game was like ripping out your own spine. <laughs> Back the fuck up. And you wouldn't say that if you'd played Gravity Rush. Oh man, Gravity Rush is so one of the good. best open world games of 2012. It's really really good. Oh, that sounds interesting. Cool. Wow. <laughs> well, you have no right to be so dismissive. You could borrow my Vita anytime. I have every right. No. Which is that I've had beer. Well, if you're no. one of the 12 people that owns a Vita, I'm sure you've already <laughs> pre-ordered Soul Sacrifice. Uh, I might, own a Vita. Might I magic, have not pre-ordered it. Might Magic Heroes 6. Uh, uh, Shades of Darkness. Is you also sound dismissive. Didn't a Might and Magic game just... What? What, what do you think? Yeah, probably. About? They seem to come out every week. Uh, <laughs> Xenoclash 2 is hey. also out on PC. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll play that. That's something to get Actually, excited about. Actually, that's some about. cool stuff. Yeah, I played it uh, really, really briefly. It's weird. So, yes. there you go. That It's like Xenoclash in that it's very odd. It Both of those games very are weird. very weird. Um, also, Poker Night 2 with Brock Samson. So that's something to get some fun stuff. That also is the dealer. Like, yeah. that, wait, that, we already talked about that. that though. We talked about that on last episode. Did we? But it's coming out this week. So um, if you want to learn more about it, listen to our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I feel like I'm getting very confused on <sighs> which episode talked about what. <laughs> hmm. 
So, new segment this week. Yeah. Um, we don't really have much news to talk about because we're recording super early. We are recording on a weird schedule. Can we say mm-hmm. why we are recording on a weird it's schedule? It's my fault, sorry. Because Tyler it's is Tyler's going to fault. Iceland. Sorry. And it's Tyler's house, so we can't come and record. Yeah, no one will actually be here on Thursday. His mom won't let us in, and <laughs> it'll be strange. My mom said you guys could come over and she'll make a lemonade, but. No, but Chris will also be gone. Yeah, and Tyler's going to be gone, gonna be in, gone Iceland. in Iceland, and Chris is going to be in Chicago. So you guys are free to break in and record if you want, but um, yeah. I am going to be covering we're recording right now. Fan Fest. Guys, so, you know why we're recording now? Why? Because Stone Cold said so. Oh. That's right. Well, He sent an email out this morning, and we had to bump it back from the regular date of the day. Oh, okay. Well, the fuck sense. are you talking about? Uh, 90s wrestling. Um, <laughs> nope. Don't get that reference. So anyway, um, today I, well, today when we're recording, I asked uh, you guys over Twitter uh, if there were any questions you wanted to ask us. And uh, so we're going to go through and try to answer some of them quickly. Um, First off, Nathan Hughes at Hathen underscore news says, do you guys prefer to download games from online stores or stick to the physical formats we have now? I'll stay quiet because duh. Obviously, <laughs> Steam is your thing. Yeah. But yeah, I buy physical games still. I buy physical games, but I'm doing so less and less frequently just because it's so convenient to just give it like, oh, there's that game I want to buy. Yeah, I'll just download it. All right. Mm-hmm. Got like um, 41 gigs left on my 360 hard drive. Sure. Anytime I'm going to play on a console, I buy a physical game just because I don't, I don't know. I just, I just prefer to have a physical copy. Yeah. And also you can find them for cheaper, usually, because yeah. that's the thing about online, buying games online, unless you're buying them off Steam or during a Steam very rare sales, console sale, like the price will not go down as quickly as it will at like GameStop. Yeah, but a lot of games I've been playing, especially lately, have been on Tyler's Steam account, so... yeah. I definitely geeked out and bought Fire Emblem on cartridge uh, because something nerd. about the idea. I downloaded that because I didn't want to wait for cartridge. I hunted for most of a day at several targets to find it. Which yeah, that's is ridiculous. L- watching my coworkers do that for like a week made me think <laughs> if I want to play this game at all, I should just download it. But the problem with me came that I refused to buy anything on Nintendo's service given how hard it is to transfer. I understand it would feel weird. Yeah, it would feel weird on a handheld or a console because you would feel like it's kind of tied to that specific hardware. and it is. Whereas Steam doesn't feel weird at all. I do that with my iPhone all the time. Because, like, I go to work and I log into my Steam account and I play Mm -hmm. a game and I come home and it's cloud saved and I play a game on the same Steam account and it's like I never ever even worry about the idea of but if I bought a game on my 360 or a PS3 and download it I'd be like well I'm going to buy a PS4 soon will I have this there? Yeah, pity, but, pity that Steam for PS3 never really panned out. Yeah that, that didn't way. work. And I mean one of the other reasons too is that I plan on getting rid of my regular 3DS and upgrading to an XL at some point so it's uh, like yeah. I want to invest absolutely nothing in DLC on that system. That's a fair point. Um, moving along how would you uh, oh I'm sorry I should read Dave Elliott uh, at the Iceman 2288 it's important asks how would you fix the Call of Duty franchise? Boy I think I have two different stands on this. Okay. One, from the money-making stance, I wouldn't at all because it clearly makes enough money as it mm-hmm. is. Uh, but from the consumer standpoint, as for a more enjoyable product, I would probably change the single player itself just because I'm not exactly a multiplayer person. 
I like certain types of multiplayer, and I don't really play much outside of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But for me, a, a good single player, like, um, I love the Battlefield Bad Company single player. I okay. love it. Well, what, what would you change specifically about Call of Duty's single player, then? Make it a, just a better story with, with more relatable characters. For right now, I just don't think that... And in uh, Black Ops 2, the the single player I played for just a little while myself, it was good in sort of like a shitty 80s movie, 80s action well, yeah, movie kind of way. kind of what which, Call of Duty is. Which is okay, but I don't know. I love Bad Company's single player just because the characters are so goofy and, and it's kind of fun to just play these, these crazy action heroes. But... Hmm. It, it could be more self-aware. It could be more yeah. self-aware. I appreciate that Black Ops 2 did try some different things. It did try. With the campaign. And, and like, riding on horseback with unlimited <laughs> rockets, like, mm-hmm. was, was so stupid that I enjoyed yeah. it. But that's, at, at its core, that's what Call of Duty is. It's about big, dumb, loud spectacle. But and it was bad. I, I really did feel you that feel that like campaign bad? was bad. I, I thought I that campaign agree. was very, very bad. Yes. Uh, no. The, the multiplayer is what people pay for. And in those games, I really don't feel like the co-op needs or the multiplayer needs to be changed all that much because people buy it for the multiplayer and they clearly love it. So from a clear, from a solely money-making point of view, I don't think any need anything needs to be changed as far as that no, goes. No, the the idea that it needs to be fixed implies that it's broken, but it's making a ton of money. So it's clearly not broken. You know, broken by what standard? Well, but everybody likes to harp on how it's broken and needs to be fixed, and then they buy it anyway. So. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, I mean, what's Activision supposed to think? There's yeah. there's a part of me that says just stop making yeah. Call of Duty just because it's the same thing year after year after year, but it keeps selling year after year after year, so it's not broken. It's fine. People still like it. But Michael, so you, why you, change it? You liked the Black Ops 2 campaign? I thought it yeah. was incredibly stupid. And I dull. liked it as much as I liked any of the other ones. Again, yes, stupid. I didn't find it dull. Uh, uh, I, th- I, th- I thought like COD 4 was stupid. Like, I didn't really enjoy the, um, what were they called? The the missions where you're uh, just kind of jumping around from different units. Mm-hmm. I kind of hated those. I hated that those were part of the, the campaign that I had to play through in order to get the best ending. But uh, I guess I my the- problem... Black Ops 2 campaign was more interesting than the last Modern Warfare or or even the first Black Ops campaign. Yeah. Just because it was so over the top, strange right. and goofy, and, mm-hmm. and you could it, do it. It wasn't and, goofy, and, um, it What wasn't was his name? Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. He was great. It, yeah. It, 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 it created the appearance that it was self aware, but it wasn't. It started out with like children Why burning is that an and important dying. thing. Yeah. Because I don't it's, necessarily think that every uh, game needs to be self aware. Yeah, yeah. 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 It no. started out with children dying and being burned, uh-huh. and, and and its message was what? What was the message of that game? I, does it need a message? It showed children it's, dying. It's Call of Duty, It showed Tyler. real war footage. Its message yeah. is, look at these guns, they're so cool. They all and it's okay of... for it to show real war footage yes! of children dying? Why not? And I mean, have absolutely... The no, why the no Russians mission didn't have really didn't I really thought it was kind of gross. But, okay, that's just me. Just the same way I thought <laughs> Medal of Honor Warfighter was disgusting. Modern Warfare 2, they had yeah. that, that chemical yeah. bomb situation with the truck and the little girl dying and her family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, none of those really had a severe message. No, they don't. It's, it's I'm just not to raise the stakes. I'm not saying it's, they have to have a message like they have to make a political statement. I'm just right. saying, like, have a 
theme if you're going to show these like really disgusting horrible things. It does theme. seem extremely exploitative to, exploitative to show footage like that in a fucking recreational game that's just high fantasy and and and, and have absolutely awful. nothing behind it. it. That sounds horrible. You know what I mean? Me. Like <laughs> they show like okay, it begins with and this is not like film footage. This is in game, just like yeah. children in, in in terrible peril. And but then they do show real footage of of, of bad things happening, like as part of the sort of cutscenes. And, and they have this whole ridiculous schizophrenic thing where you have to like pr- press a button to not kill someone. Mm-hmm. It it's like stupid, and you can just be like, oh, it's just stupid, crazy action nonsense. Uh-huh. And yeah, you can just dismiss it as that. But yep. like to me, that's not fun or interesting. Okay. Because it's just like, oh, it's over the top to me. It's not an excuse for just being gross and like just <laughs> like just being it's just gross. Okay, that's yeah, fair. It's just being dumb, you know, war yeah. nonsense. Mm. I don't know. I, I won't get into I it mean, too much. Compare, I, just, I thought it wasn't a good compare campaign. Black Ops Two and Medal of Honor Warfighter. Warfighter played worse. Medal of Honor Warfighter. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Warfighter's a lot worse because it's, no one played Warfighter. Warfighter's <laughs> a lot. People that made it clearly. Warfighter's <laughs> much worse because it claims to be because Metal or, or sorry Call of Duty never claims to be realistic. Mm-hmm. Warfighter claimed to be That's a very true. realistic they, they account very of real events. Wore it on their sleeve about how they, they not. had were you working with like actual Navy SEALs. Yes. They lied because they definitely did not run through explosions and uh, mm-hmm. save the day with the... Uh, Remember the branded yeah. hatchets and stuff? Oh, what a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Medal of Honor is far worse. I can, I can accept Call of Duty as a fiction, but I do not think it's a good mm. game. Well, here's a question that will probably generate much less controversy. Uh, Tim Martin at Pedo Bear Claw asks... Pedo. <laughs> Pedo Bear Claw? <laughs> Pedo Bear Claw. Does it really matter? Uh, is there a decisive winner of this console generation? We dominated early. 360, we did not win. 360 was always strong, and PS3 picked up near the end. 360 was better. Yeah. Um, well, I think if you're talking about in terms of raw sales, um, we was... Early on, the winner, we had some of the best exclusives, yes. but now we is pretty much functionally dead. I think we had the best run in the early years, just or in the early adoption, just because so many of the games it had were geared towards a younger audience, which no other system really had. But as far as older people go, uh, it's definitely between the 360 and the PS3, which the 360 was way more user friendly than yeah. the PS3. I think as far as exclusives go, the PS3 had some better exclusives. Yeah, Just think, because I'm a huge Uncharted fan. I think so. the 360, like, it, it kind of shifted. I don't know if you can really declare a clear winner here. Because yeah. I think, personal preference, like, I enjoy my 360 slightly more than I enjoy my PS3. But I think early on, 360 had better exclusives. Like, Halo 3 was great. Yeah. First Gears of War was great. Uh, and Sony was kind of muddling along with like the first Uncharted, the first Infamous. Heavy and then, Rain. Yeah, <sighs> Heavy Rain. Uh, <laughs> I know there are people who love the shit out of Heavy Rain. I'm not one of you. I, I'm sorry. I played Heavy Rain quite a bit. Yeah. So. Um, but then I, I feel like in the second half of their respective lifespans, like that, you know, ratio kind of shifted and suddenly. 360's exclusives got weaker and PS3's got much, much better. Like, right around the time Uncharted 2 came out, I think, was the the pivotal point. I still think the 360's sales have always trumped the PS3's sales, just because the the 360 was a cheaper, easier (laughs) sale than than the PS3 was. I mean, mean, you really had to be dedicated to Sony to buy 
the PS3. Yeah, it's and I was, so I, I own yeah. three PS3s right yeah. now. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to declare a winner when you the, the question is kind of difficult to define. Like, are you talking in terms of sales? Are you talking in terms of mindshare? Are you talking in terms yeah. of best exclusives? What? Dreamcast won. <laughs> You're right. It and did. Every, Dreamcast and always every, wins. Everybody has sort of a bias. Like, I, I'm sort of biased towards Sony, so I played a lot of PS3 games over over 360 games. I own both. I own a Wii, too. I, I, I do not own a Wii U, though. <laughs> mm. I but do. I, if we want to know who it's lost, losing hard, it's I say that as a Wii U owner, yes. <laughs> I, do think, I don't think the Wii won. Henry Gilbert. <laughs> I think the Wii won a lot of sales just because it is way more family-friendly, family but in terms of hardcore... Gamers. Windows Phone uh, Run one, right? Oh yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. yeah. Achievement. Um, Get those chivos, guys. I, I don't think I would count the the Wii as one of the forerunners in in that competition. All right, moving on. Uh, Keegan at Keegster thirteen <laughs> yes. asks, "Would you play a Spaceman Spiff video game? And if so, <laughs> who do you think would be best suited for developing?" I like his other question best. I would say yes and way forward. Ooh, good choice. Hmm. Can you think of anybody else better suited to handle Spaceman's uh, fit? No, and from software. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible, and you're a terrible person for you're saying horrible. that. I think I agree with Michael, actually. I hadn't <laughs> even actually thought about that, but way forward. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, but I like Keegan's other question. There hasn't been a good video game serial in years. What current series would make a perfect breakfast angry treat? Birds, angry Birds, Angry Birds, Angry Birds, Angry Birds, Angry Birds. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. <laughs> Damn it! I mean, Again, those things already look like cereal it. mascots. They always, they already look like cereal. Maybe they could have like a marshmallow, like white bird, <laughs> and you squeeze it, and like a hard nodule egg comes out. Like it's hard Obviously, candy. Obviously, it would hard be like hard nodule it's, it's again, like, Michael. <laughs> there would it's be a jelly marshmallow. Bean. There a jelly be, bean comes out. There marshmallow <laughs> birds and cereal pigs. Obviously, uh, that would be a on the box. It would be like a bullet point nodules. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying hard nodule. It's such a disgusting phrase. Hard, it really so is. Gross. Um, <laughs> you could have like portolos. <laughs> what was the last time I used it? Like to refer Colors. to what's at the center of people's heads? <laughs> hard nodules. <laughs> Mike Arafara and the hard nodules, ladies and gentlemen. Playing lounge hits for you in the Cabana Club today. <laughs> it's like hard gay, but much more focused on body horror. <laughs> um, Sunny Eb- Ebseri? I'm so sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Asked, uh, who are the VGA crew's favorite customizable protagonists and why? Claws, no Commander Shepard. I would say Saints Row the Third. Hmm. The character that you create in that game. You can just do so goddamn much with that character. I I did a playthrough of She-Hulk. I just made (laughs) She-Hulk and then I didn't use guns and I just body slammed. As we showed in the last segment, or in the last episode, you can have a... A zombie character? You can, yes. Pretty crazy. And he sings along. Yeah, and he just... It's pretty great. (laughs) But I I remember realizing that it's like, oh my God, I could make like a horrible blackface caricature (laughs) and give it that voice and suddenly this is the most offensive video game ever made. Uh, my Eve character looks kind of like Daniel Craig. Shut up! I have seen your Eve character, and he looks exactly like Daniel Craig. Because <laughs> they all look Eastern European. But um, funny that. Do uh, you get put in a space chair and get whipped in the balls at the space? <laughs> Actually, I, I guess they all look Icelandic. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, well, favorite customizable character. That's but not, not Commander Shepard. Not Shepard. Um, Customizing my character in Way of the Samurai 3 last night, I realized that not only can I make him look like Toshiro Mifune in Seven Samurai, <laughs> but I can also name him XX Dark Goku 420XX. <laughs> Perfect. And people yeah. will have to refer to me as that. I, li- I liked my Guild Wars 2 character, XX Goku 420XX. <laughs> Dark Goku 420. Oh, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I was didn't, taken. I didn't play a Dark Goku. I, I played oh, Goku. Oh, okay. Mm. I yeah, see, yeah, I see. yeah. Um, I, I was RPing. I was uh, LARPing no as Goku, Goku 420. 420. Nerd. Shadow Goku. I was LARPing as Goku 420. Shadow getting, Goku. Getting blazed and going sane. It was crazy. You know what my favorite customable or customizable protagonist is? Any car in any car game. Ah. Yeah. I put on it. Put a car nerd. You're putting your own twist on the question, Mike Grimm. My goodness. (laughs) Wait, guys, come back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Grimm, what do you think of Forza? (laughs) Said no one ever. (laughs) Said a guy at turn 10. (laughs) Also, I liked City of Heroes back in the day because I was able to make Zombie Reagan. And play as that in a superhero themed MMO. Fair enough. He was that a tank. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, let's see. Um, Eric Bauman? Bowman? I can't read this. Uh, Eric <laughs> I can't read. At Eric Man, I need reading glasses with these contacts. Uh, what game do you most want to see translated slash localized that hasn't been yet? Duh, Mother 3, duh. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Like not a lot of games haven't been well. Actually, a lot of games haven't been translated or localized this generation, and most of them I don't give a shit about at all. Yeah, there was the Nino because they're weird game. anime dating games. What about Hyper Dimension Jaws? Cut? That's what I was gonna. Say. Oh man, I need that. There was the Nino Kuni game that didn't get translated just because it had a weird book that went attached yeah, to well it. That, but that was explained. Yeah, eh. the, because it was the DS version. Yeah. Um, was it the the black something or other? The it black was a, grimoire. Black grimoire. Yeah, referring to the book that comes packaged with the game and was an actual, like, huge eh. book that would yeah. have to be translated, rebound, reprinted, and and then they'd be relying on, like, niche sales to justify this expense. Yeah, so, it just would not have done no. well for them. Now, they could have done it, like, as a Kindle that might, or like, an ebook thing that you could download. That might have worked, but apparently it's integral to gameplay, so no. Yeah, I don't know that there are any games that haven't been trans i don't know maybe it's just that i'm not a huge jrpg fan which seems to be a lot a good chunk of the games that just don't get translated and and brought to america because they're the most text heavy and require the most yes exactly (laughs) i wish league of legends would be translated i just don't understand anything (laughs) about i don't get it (laughs) people keep calling me all kinds of stuff when i go on there and i don't i don't know what they're saying i mean i get when they call me uh, a noob piece of shit Fucktard, but Cun. I, what does that mean? Noob is that Cun. kind of like a, a, a lol turn? Shithead senpai. Yeah, it's just an honorific. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, like coon. Coon. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like cunt without the t. Jesus. Hey, I didn't go there. <laughs> Whoa! I lucky. thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it PG, folks. Uh, yeah, this this podcast is known for that. <laughs> Obviously, a douche on Twitter says, could you do more bro puns like say nothing but bro for two hours? Absolutely not. We already did that. And it was a horrible experience for all of us. We had nightmares for weeks. Bro, that's entirely breezable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. I mean, we're broken. Nope. Broke. Nope. Broke. Nope. From, from nope. the bro experience. <laughs> 
People will, but we'll not, feel broader soon. People will not let us live no. this down. Actually, uh, <laughs> I actually, I, I did have one question that I okay. Brown. Vic CIA says, "Who's your favorite character in Injustice?" Which I feel is a fairly relevant question mm. since that game just came out. I guess I enjoyed playing as the Flash the most. He's I, fun. Green Arrow. I can't say anything oh, else, yeah, just because obviously. <laughs> I like Harley Quinn because she has a nice combination of high low hits that make it difficult to block her attacks, and she has an easily combo and boobs. Well, as long as we're what? on this, as long <laughs> as we're on this what? topic, uh, Brandon Goad, Good, uh, throw the gnome says, uh, just say throw the gnome. Please, okay, throw the gnome asks, please outline your ideal Green Arrow Black Canary game. That's rough, because I've always wanted to see a Green Arrow game that's styled like Arkham City, just because I actually think it would work well. Although Green Arrow is not a typically stealth character, I do think that that style of game would work well with his with his bow abilities. But I, I don't know that Black Canary would necessarily fit with a Catwoman style, just because she's less agile, more martial arts, um, and her scream ability is rad. But I would like to see them in a game together. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this, though, because people are giving <laughs> That's me wise looks. That's why I said Pedo Bearclaw says, um, what was the first game you ever bought on your own? Ooh. This actually gave me a lot of consternation, because I was like going through a list of NES games, like, shit, which one was the first one I bought? Yeah. And, like, I remember which ones I bought. I, d- I remember which ones my parents bought me. I, re- I remember all these details like, no, I rented that one. No, I borrowed that from a friend. It's like, I cannot for the life of me remember which is the first one I bought. I bet I think it was either uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants or Mylon's Secret Castle. Ooh. Both of which so, are terrible hey, games. Uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd has the best joke about Mylon's Secret Castle. Oh, yeah? More like Mylon's shitty asshole. <laughs> oh! Up until I was like 12 or 13, most of the games I played were at a neighbor's house and I never actually bought them because her sister or her brothers bought all of them. So I didn't really pay for my own games until the PS1 came out, I think. And I think the first game I bought on the PS1 was a Spyro game, but I'm not entirely sure on that. I mean, are we talking like first game you bought with your own money? With your own with that your own hard earned uh, <laughs> with your hard earned allowance. In which case, allowance? In which case you saved up for it, maybe? Yeah. Uh, well, if it was my allowance that I saved up for, then I have no idea. I don't remember my childhood. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> I've, I've blocked that out. I mean, if we're talking about money I earned from a job, it was probably Half Life One. Mm. I had a job by then, and I bought it. But as far as like SNES games um, or prior, like I, I don't really count like my parents gave me money and I, I spent it on a game. Oh God, then I absolutely don't remember the first game I bought after I got a job. That would have been 2004. I will say if you want to feel a, a, a weird, warm mix of sentimentality and guilt, um, think about all the games you had as a kid and think about how many of them your parents bought for you. And how much money that adds up to. And think about how ungrateful you were at the time. Oh yeah, because yeah. I hated them. Yeah, well my parents hated video games but they bought me all these video Same. games so I just imagine like that must have been a supreme sacrifice on their part. Oh wow, my mom loved my mom it's, beat... it's like if I were buying my wife cartons of cigarettes. I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you could, you, you could just, you could just you, buy me those cartons but my mom loved games, so I was pretty lucky. She beat A Link to the Past before me after getting it for me for my birthday, and I was kind of pissed at her. Your mom actually. beat Link to Aww. the Past for you? Yes, and I was very angry. Uh, 
Because she she told me how it ends, which is not really a spoiler. Because terrible. It, it ends. <laughs> it ends by beating the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spoiler. In the end, Link wins. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a message are they trying to send with that? I know. <laughs> Hard work and perseverance pay off. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first thing I think I recall. Hey, it actually, didn't have war footage in it. That's yeah. true. But it could have. <laughs> it should have had, actually. Uh, yeah, I agree. You first thing I recall. Kids in a Zelda game. <laughs> first thing I recall actually buying with my own money was 101 games for MS DOS. Oh, nice. I purchased at a computer show that my dad would consistently take me to because my dad is a huge nerd that didn't get stuffed into lockers enough as a kid. The uh, the first arcade, well, I guess it wasn't really an arcade, but Petaluma used to have this Petaluma very Batman? fuck Petaluma <laughs> Batman. But we used to have this very small arcade slash computer store that people used to go to all the time. And the owner crashed his own car into the storefront, and we never went there again. But I remember that place fondly, so. <laughs> remember I also purchased some floppy disks for Wolfenstein 3D. Nice. It was, it was a mod <laughs> that was on a three and a half inch floppy disk, and the mod made things bleed more and added some new skins. Yep. I will say the first game I begged for was Doom, mm. and I got it. And it scared the shit out of me. Just the noises in the distance. I, I never was, actually, yeah. I never actually had Doom One, but I had the shareware version, which uh -huh. was fine to play through <laughs> yeah. infinitely as a child. Yeah. But then, like, I remember my dad went on a business trip once, and he would always come back with some crappy gift, like a snow globe from North Dakota or something. It's like, great thing. <laughs> but we'd be excited to get a present. You know, we were kids, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah present. Anything. And he came back. He's like, here you go, and he pulled out fucking Doom Two, and I was Whoa. like, oh. <laughs> I was like Nintendo kid on Christmas morning, going. <laughs> Nintendo 65! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, M. Jones 916 asked, uh, what's the best game to drink copious alcohol while playing? <laughs> all, of them, all of them. Best game to play while drunk. God, that's a fucking well, good question. I play all games while drunk. Same. But, um, that's true. <laughs> civilization, you'll make some bad decisions. You'll start wars. It'll I, be just like being an actual monarch in medieval England. <laughs> I honestly don't play that many games. I, I did try and play Portal 2 while really drunk once. That was a terrible idea. No, yeah. that's a bad idea. I, that was a horrible I, idea. That's a recipe for falling off cliffs is what that is. <laughs> I, I, I LARPed Max Payne 3, by which I mean I drank. <laughs> you drank I, when he drank. I drank a bunch. I took a shot every time you he vomit did. when he vomits. <laughs> God, makes the game really hard. And that's actually just the hardcore PC gamer way to play Max Payne. Is, uh, <laughs> you did three Vicodin sure every is. time you healed yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> you have to take as much Vicodin as Max Payne takes. <laughs> and while drinking. While drinking, and then see if you can finish the game. Kids, don't do that. And, you know, please don't, actually. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Uh, you know what? Actually, drinking and playing any game where you have to pay attention is a bad idea. Do not play Bioshock Infinite while drinking. When you get to the end, you will not know what happened. <laughs> uh, same goes for Mass Effect. You'll forget half the things. I would really like to play Dance Central while super, super drunk. It's the only way I can dance. I'm I'm a great dancer. <laughs> That's you false. I, I'm a terrible we dancer. The sand <laughs> I'm a Great dancer. <laughs> I'm s such a good dancer. That's a lie. I'm a terrible dancer. But 
I'm a really good dancer while drunk, so I don't know, Dance Central nah, while drunk. Yeah, drinking makes you think you're a good dancer. But, That's true. But uh, like Rock Band and Dance Central are games that should be played with a beer in your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even though drums. it's very hard to play Rock <laughs> Band with a beer in your hand. Yeah. Uh, speaking of you can do it. statutory grapes on Twitter asks, <laughs> can you guys make the official Vigi Game Apocalypse drinking game? Well, isn't he saying that uh, the official Vigilium Anytime we sigh be, heavily yeah. after laughing. Collective uh-huh. <laughs> 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 silence. Although a lot of people yeah. hate when we sigh. Wait, wait. Why the, do they hate that? Who I says don't know. That? You people, don't know. We do people in our people. comments have said, God, why do you guys fucking sigh so much? Whatever. I don't know, because that's our natural reaction yeah. to literally everything we because say. <laughs> that's the drinking game, guys. Go, yeah. go. <laughs> We, we've go been playing this game all along. We were just waiting for you to notice. <laughs> go get we're some vodka for you right to now. Catch on. Do you have your vodka? Okay. But um. Got it. Have you had the whole bottle yet? No. <laughs> there we go. Now you're drunk and you love this. <laughs> you want to read another one? Yeah. Angry Bird Emily, who is a huge P-Tom fan, says, Can you say that I, I really her. miss P-Tom and life just isn't the same and I'll forever have my P-Tom cover wallpaper? Which, if you've never seen, she took a lot of pictures of it. But she has a crazy extensive P-Tom wallpaper where she took the cover of every P-Tom wow. and just covered her walls with it. Hey, Angry Bird Emily, what's wrong with PC Gamer, which you get now? You know what? She doesn't want that because she loves P Tom and I love her. And she was actually one of my first followers when I joined when I joined the P Tom staff. What's the other replacement? Football week. <laughs> <laughs> but I love her. She's, got a, she's a great lady. I think that was EGM. Yeah, right? it was that replaced was with Max. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, good times. Uh, who else is good? Uh, Steven Aona at Zesty Love says, What's a game that has made you break something, harm yourself, or harm another? Uh, <laughs> Knight's Chronicle? Knight's Chronicle. God, there was one boss in that game. That's a fairly recent game, actually, but I had to review it. And there was one boss in that game where the girl that you're supposed to be... Pro- like, the whole game is basically an escort mission. And the girl that you're supposed to be protecting keeps jumping into danger zones. That one fucking boss made me throw my controller so many times. But I'm sure there are other games that have made me break stuff. Street it's Fighter 2. Street Fighter 4. <laughs> <Street> World of <laughs> Warcraft. <laughs> how, how have you hurt yourself or others in these games? Uh, well, I hurt myself in World of Warcraft. I threw my controller at my roommate. I forget what happened because that whole game is just a big bloody mess in my mind of just the same thing over and over again. But I had a coffee mug and I believe what had happened... No, I was, oh, that was it. I was getting ganked is what happened because I was on a <laughs> PvP server. And the guy was spawned, just waiting for me to come back so he could repeatedly do it. And I remember I had a coffee mug in my hand. So what I did is I grabbed the coffee mug, went in the ground, and I slammed the coffee mug into the ground until it was shrapnel. And I had all these pieces of the coffee mug in my hand, and I was bleeding profusely. And I was Jesus. like, I better go wash my hand out and pick all these chunks of coffee mug out of my hand. And, and then Street Fighter, I think I broke four 360 controllers before I bought a joystick. And then I broke that after about a year. <laughs> I got so mad at one point because I was I kept fixing the joystick because the Mad Cats one was so sturdy. That I was like, I have to stop playing this, and the only way I will stop playing this is if this controller is destroyed. So 
I stomped on it and like elbow dropped it a few times and then I got a crowbar and pried it apart to make sure it was totally destroyed. <laughs> wow. For you me, destroyed it wow. so you would stop that's, playing. That's so I would very stop methodical playing. destruction. Yeah. I, I actually have multiple scars on my knuckles from punching walls after games, but I only remember the punching walls bit and not the games mm. I was playing, but I have two three or four scars on my knuckles just from punching walls because of games. Wow. Street, flower, Better, Street Fighter 2 caused a, <laughs> like an 8th grade divide that would last years that, that involved me throwing a controller at a friend's head causing bleeding. He was taunting me to be fair. Yeah, yeah. No, you're asking for it and you're shit yeah. like that. Yeah, he, he, you know, he was better than me and he beat me five times in a row and uh, he made me feel small. <laughs> I felt much bigger when he was bleeding from his head because I threw the SNES controller directly at his temple just, and stormed out of his house and uh, said goodbye politely to his mom and then ran out of there because he was bleeding in his bedroom because I was like, fuck you. I just really hope my former roommate, Rachel, chimes Sorry, in Ricky. just to tell her. This Everybody, how many times I punched something or the wall in our old apartment and got blood all over the walls. I, <laughs> I don't have very much patience. <laughs> um, for me, it was Mark of the Wolves. In 2004, I dried out my Dreamcast and said, I want to play this. And I played it for a couple hours and put it back. And the next day, I had searing tendonitis uh, all up and down the, the tendon leading away from my left thumb because of all the repetitive fireball rolls on that shitty, shitty controller. Um, otherwise, I don't think I've really hurt other people physically. I've hurt them emotionally uh, <laughs> playing games. Oh, I've done that a lot. Yeah, especially <laughs> at, at my, my college game night uh, in my freshman year. Like, I would play a lot of uh, Mario Kart with my roommates. And then mm. I'd go to game night. And my roommates and I had a long tradition of just vile trash talk at each other. And it was considered part of the fun. And so I went there and started trash talking against some kid who was just playing about you know kid but he was he was also a freshman in college and he just looked so crestfallen and uncomfortable <laughs> it's just like oh, it's, we're, it's just playing it's just trash talk come on you got to keep up it's and I don't mean anything by this. This is just part of the game. But but the flip side is is I was I used to play Street Fighter on Super Nintendo with my friend a lot, and we got really good. And his older brother used to be really good as well, mm -hmm. but he fell behind. And then my uh, my friend kept beating his older brother repeatedly, severely, and he kept talking shit to him. Like every time he oh, beat Jesus. him, like hey Mike, his brother's name was Mike as well. Right. And oh man, and he just lost it. He. Went forward after about losing like 11 and like Ryan was talking shit. He shoves Ryan to the ground, goes up, grabs the Super Nintendo, yanks it out of the entertainment like system, mm -hmm. goes outside to the porch and then just drop kicks the system off into a tree <laughs> and it just explodes into plastic and that was that. I bet it still played afterward. <laughs> yeah. Also at college game night, um, I think I've told this story before possibly on Talk Radar, but there was this one guy who, uh, it was Soul Edge, predecessor to Soul Calibur. He was kicking my ass repeatedly with uh, Lee Long with the same throw over and over and over again and taunting me for not being able to evade it. Mm -hmm. And then I got my revenge like a couple weeks later when somebody brought Mortal Kombat Trilogy and I fucking smashed him at it repeatedly and I got, it got him so angry that he actually spiked the controller 
on the ground, and everybody else <laughs> thought he was a huge baby. <laughs> well, you are when you do that. The other thing, and he, he was like, he was just like in this fuming rage, and he's like, "It's no fun. I'm not winning." It's like, well, what's fun? Playing the game or winning? He's like, winning is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid he said, and then later I got my revenge when I kidnapped his family <laughs> <laughs> and murdered them in front of him one by one. I Man, I can't deny I've been a huge baby before. Oh yeah, uh, playing games all the time. There's nothing cool about these Ray Jets. They're just no, no, no. the hugest baby situation <laughs> oh my God, yes. at all possible. And I, 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 don't, I don't know how many games. I hate I've... having expensive toys. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's way I'll harder. run to smash. <laughs> it's way harder with the PC because I won't hurt my PC because that's just too expensive a toy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I've picked up and thrown my mouse at the wall and, like, <laughs> you know, I've probably broken mice doing that just. There's, there's punch holes pissed. in my desk from playing. Oh yeah, just slamming my fist down. Nerds. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I remember. Is it was it Chris Simley who used to be an art director? Mm-hmm. A future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember. I wrote a like that uh, like glossary of overused terms in in game the game industry. And one of them was like, snap your controller in half frustration. Like, that never happens. That's an old wives' tale. And he read that and he said, oh yeah. And he sent me a photo of a PSP that he had literally snapped in half. That does not surprise me. And so I I ended up adding that to the article and saying, except in this case. (laughs) That guy, oh man, Chris Emily was the best. Yeah. I've never snapped a controller in half. But I've I've definitely thrown it against the wall. To be fair, it seems like it would be way easier to snap a PSP in half than it would be snap an actual controller. I in guess half. so. The the screen was actually relatively intact. It was just the rest of the unit that it just sort of <laughs> crumpled inward <laughs> under the force of his hands. Like, don't ever make that guy angry. Metal Gear Acid Two is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boxing Marco on Twitter, who I think we all know and love mm-hmm. very much says, what character would y'all like to be drawn as? Oh, God, he's going to actually do it, isn't he? He might, <laughs> which I'm excited for. I, I already told this. him Sonya Blade. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Don't draw me as Sonya Blade. You can draw no. me. Draw Michael as Sonya Blade. Uh, nobody wants to see <laughs> that. Well, Michael has been Max Payne. And, and that's uh, true. If you haven't seen that picture, Michael as as Max Payne is a very cool image. Would make oh, a better you. would make a better Max Payne than me. Although that's who I identify with the most because he's sad. But, Personality um, wise, yes, the sad drunk. Um, it's nothing to be proud of. The sad whiskey drunk. I never said proud. Uh, boy, I want to be drawn as Mike Grimm. I think <laughs> that's not a video game character. It is now. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, to prevent him from drawing me, I'll say ceaseless discharge from I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's just a big writhing mass of garbage. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, he can do it. There you go, Marco. <laughs> You've already drawn me as Kratos, Marco, so you don't. You don't That's have true. To that again. was a really cool drawing. Yeah, I still though. have that on my desk. Aww. Aww. We all love Marco so much. <laughs> um. Uh, somebody else. Uh. Is it I somebody s- new? Some random chap says live streams when. And that's actually um, all I've When got. we have the technology and infrastructure to support that and also the inclination. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but that's all I've got from, from my uh, Twitter account. Someone or other asked us what console was our favorite, which is kind of just a... Was it, hmm. was it who won the console 
console? No, 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 no. No, on, no. On. Oh. No, no, because he added me on it and, and said I can't say PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah hold on. So I'm going to say the console when you hit tilde in a source game. Oh, yeah. burp, burp. It, was, uh, it was phase on 11.7. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, what's your favorite console of all time? And Tyler Wilde cannot say PC. I will say PS2 because it's just the best. Although I did like my Dreamcast a whole lot. Hmm. Super Nintendo. That's rough. Yeah, I don't, I don't... Love the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. Jaguar, Jaguar CD. I think... Nobody likes that. I might actually say ZX PS, Spectrum. PS2 as well, just because that was the first one I ever bought myself. Like, up until then, yeah. I hadn't I hadn't really... I, I owned a PS1 because my parents bought it for me, but up until that point, I had just kind of went over to friend's house and, and played games, but the PS2 I, I bought myself. So I guess that one holds a soft spot in my heart. It's also know. just the, the, you know, objectively the best console that there was. So. Uh, Super Nintendo is actually the correct. No, it's not. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. I, I agree. I, lo- I loved my Super Nintendo. It was great, but the PS2 better. Yeah. Objectively. Yeah. It's no, no Super objective. Nintendo. No, 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 no. 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 No, yeah, you can do the math on it if you want. Um, yeah, math. That's gonna tell me. Thirty-five math math. nerds plus twenty-six <laughs> equals PS2 was better. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Uh, <laughs> sorry, oh, man, I can't argue with that. Um, the Mantista on Twitter says, "If you guys enjoyed Okami, can you persuade me into buying it? If not, what didn't you like about it?" Okami is one of my favorite games of all time, so I can easily say everything I liked yeah, about it. That also it. answers Nick Korth's question. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is, does. Which is, what was your favorite game of all time? Okami. It's absolutely gorgeous. The music is beautiful. The story, while kind of lengthy, is is really great if you can, if you can hold on for a little bit. And every time I play that game, it just makes me feel so fucking happy. It's like Zelda crossed with Japanese art. I can be sad... Or mad about anything, and I pop Okami in for a minute, and just everything about that game makes me immediately happy. And I will buy that game as many times as it comes out. I bought it for the PS2, I bought it for the Wii, I bought it when it came re-released on the HD. I I will buy that game as many times as it comes out. You know, I gotta st- it's so beautiful. I gotta stop living this lie. I, n- I never played Okami. You son of a bitch. I've never once played it. Quake 2 makes me feel that way, though. Shut the fuck up. No, Okami is the is easily one of my top five games. It just it just makes me impossibly happy. I smile every time I pop that game in. I just love it. All right. Well, we're running along, so let's do one more. Uh, yeah. Mecha Morbo asks, do people without internet deserve video games? I'm going to say no. What? Because they're not listening to this. That's true. People without without. <laughs> so what are they are gonna say? To huh? What? 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 <laughs> Come at me, bro. Fuck you. Sorry, Clovis. Go back to the pig pen. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, I. I mean. Yeah, clearly, if they don't have internet, they are not listening to our podcast. So yeah. what do we care? You don't about? have internet. How are you going to be an internet tough guy? Huh? <laughs> how, about, how about this? No one deserves luxury products, bro. We don't deserve that. We don't no. deserve any of this shit. We get. <laughs> we're yeah. we're bad. Actually, we deserve we deserve pain bad and suffering. Yeah, we really we do. should be punished. We really should. P- yeah. 
We're terrible. <laughs> we're just we're just horrible people. We are. Um, I think that's gonna be it for this segment. Um, we, we don't have a new question of the yeah. week. Yeah. So we will just re-ask last week's question of the week. Because this episode we are recording before we actually post the next episode. Yeah. So just behind the scenes, there's a little bit of strange scheduling yeah. happening Yeah, so this hold week. off. We will read your answers next week. Yes. You'll have a little bit of extra time, so that's nice. What was last week's question of the week? Does anybody I don't remember. remember. <laughs> Nobody knows. I'll Nobody post, cares. I oh will post God. it on the page, though, so don't all right, worry. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, plugs. Who wants to plug something before we go? I want to plug something. I'm on Twitter at Wikiparas, and you can read my Dead Island Riptide review from last week at oxmonline.com. Nice plug. Good plug. Thank you. That was a really good Solid job. Yes. I'm a wiki. We stream games on Tuesday. Maybe tune in. It's like 2 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks. Bye. Cool. Okay. Cool job. Cool. Cool. Good piece of game that come, whatever. I'll be in Iceland. I don't care. Uh... You could well, listen. not when this uh, posts. I, I, hear that, I hear there's a lot of ice in Iceland. Yeah, yeah. It's more in Greenland, actually. We just both said my dad's favorite joke. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 hear there's, I hear there's a lot of greens in Greenland. I, I, don't, uh, like them. I don't like the greens. They, they, that, those people creep Tony me bro. out. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Game of Thrones. I want to give a shout out. <laughs> to it's good. It's good you're, you're on that. You're good on job. every week. Is Theon Greyjoy, who's currently getting tortured? <laughs> um, Spoilers. <laughs> we just watched. I meant most in an emotional episode. sense. <laughs> um, uh, you could listen to Cat Fantastic, which is a Pizza Gamer podcast. Why would I do that? Three hundred and fifty. It's it's a beautiful game show that's very unfair, and I lost, and I got Aww. zapped. With he came home with red welts on his arm. He said, yeah. look Seriously? what I did today. <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast is low stakes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I feel we like need to we up it the next one. Piece of game was very high stakes. some electric shocks up yeah. in here. Very high stakes. <laughs> Just get a taser, jam people with it. <laughs> we, we, we do have pain devices in the office, and they are, they are used for discipline. You also have cat ears. Pain device. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Those cat ears are kind of a pain device, too, because that clip they put on your earlobe oh, is very yeah. uncomfortable. It's not very comfortable, yeah. yeah. We had Roger wear them for a little while. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Nekomimi. <laughs> Nekomimi. Those things do not work as advertised. No. Anyway. Uh, oh, I'm at BDR and Lewis on Twitter, and I'll have a couple things coming up in the weeks to come, but uh, I guess the embargo isn't up on those, so I can't mention yeah. them yet. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. Uh, come back next week when we'll probably be better. Stay tuned. Wee! No, we won't. <laughs> hey, we can always improve. Can we? I think my beer intake was reasonable tonight. Yeah. What? <laughs>